You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Aloha, I'm Fernando. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Opposite Tastes Podcast. Two Gen Xers who can't be more different sample odd snacks and discuss or argue about pop culture. Of course, we've got a snack review coming up at the end of the episode. But first, cats. Meow. Oh, come on, meow. Uh, <laughs> why cats? Well, of course, there's that recent film that maybe we'll touch upon that. You know, a lot of... A lot of I don't know if you call it buzz, but lots of discussion about yeah. it. Um, and then also there's popular cat memes, right? And just cats are just popular. Yeah. At least half of you out there are cat people. So I think it's, it's very relevant. Uh, but before we do get to cats, some reflection on our last episode. Mm-hmm. We uh, talked about our decade wrap-up. Right. Remember that decade? Back then? <laughs> Seems so long ago. The 2010s? Is that what we called it? Yes. The teens? The t- yes. The 10s? Whatever. And reflections? Um, all I have is, well, apparently there's some debate as to when a de- decade ends and when it begins. Mm, okay. I think it's kind of stupid, actually. Right. Um, but I did some reading about it. And, Uh-oh. You know, the, the two, uh, the two uh, schools of thought, I guess. Yes. Um, so some, uh, well, interestingly, it goes back to how time started like that counting of time sure. started. So sometime in the 500s AD, okay. a monk estimated when Jesus was born, and that's supposed to be year one AD. Okay, Okay. so now, of course, th- that was in the 500s. Of course, now, with all our technology and, you know, brain power, um, experts believe his estimation is wrong, <laughs> was wrong. Okay. But we have it in, it's, it's set in stone. So we can't even go back and correct it. Yeah. Um, and he didn't account. Yeah. And also, that monk didn't account for years before Jesus's birth. So he didn't see it coming. What? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So two hundred years later, some other guy came up with the BC count. Right. You know, which kind of counts backwards from one. Right. And so the problem. AE, right? Didn't they change it again because uh, it's not politically correct to base things on Christ? So they they took the same moment in time. Oh yeah. But and was they it? just renamed it. Yeah. So what is AE? I don't know. Oh. After after Excelsior. <laughs> I don't know. Excelsior. Well, but when I got to yeah, but when I got to college, they weren't using BC anymore. Really? I yeah. thought it was. I mean, I still use BC. I think it's AE. Isn't that a sci-fi term? I don't know. Excelsior? No. So it's probably some After kind of Latin. Elibetis. Yes. Some kind of Latin. Yes. Abilicus oh, okay. Abilitis. Oh, yeah. Sibilitis. That's not right. That's wrong. That's got to be wrong. Okay, so... It's kind of like how the Japanese, right? Like um, how they their ages are different, right? You're one when you're born. Oh. Mm, 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 mm. So if you're going to celebrate your... 
your Shichigo-san uh, or your Yakuroshi, like all of that uh -huh. is all like, well, you could do it this year, but you could also do it next year because of Right. You know? Right, 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 right. right. But the, the other flaw was, um, okay, so that, that monk, right? Yeah. So he determined, okay, Jesus was born, and that's the one AD. And then the other guy who came up with BC, or eight, no, yeah, BC, or whatever, um, started counting backwards from one. So no one had the zero. Mm, right. You know, which, I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. Well, long story short. We've come too far to change things now because you have to change all the books. Yeah, but people argue about it anyway. Uh, well, but that's just because they want something to argue about. That's true. I don't like those people. <laughs> um, but I, I just like the the. It's nice and and compartmentalized to um, end a decade with the nines and start it with the zero. Yeah, and well, this. And this podcast is based on pop culture, and that's how they refer to it in pop culture. So, there you go. And then, you know, if we say it's wrong, then Prince was wrong with 1999, right? And, of course, we can't say Prince is wrong. That's blasphemy. His, exactly. Uh, his songs are law. You can't even say Prince anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, the artist formerly known Prince and then became Prince, Prince again. And then, and then who knows? Yes. Okay. Anyway. My reflection, uh, but the only reflection that I have now that we're in 2020, the next decade, whether you like it or not, it's now clear how long ago things happened. Like 20 years ago, it's very apparent now. You know, like as far as the 90s, there's a whole thing for a while, like say when people were like still, when we were in say 2011, 2012, uh -huh. people still thought like the 90s were just like 10 years ago. It, the whole transition right. from 2009 to 2010, that that impact of the decade didn't really resonate, you know. It wasn't very clear in people's minds. It was all kind of one big gray matter. I think people just didn't want to count. I don't know, know but, but I remember, like, 80s was 80s. Well, they didn't want to 90s think that was it was 90s. so long ago. And then, but now, like, uh, I've been watching a few 90s uh, films on my Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. queue. Yes, because... Um, Mandalorian's done and you know there's not much stuff to watch on mm -hmm. my streaming stuff now so uh, so I've been watching all these older films and anything that's 90s I'm like oh my gosh this is over 20 years old now and it's, it's very apparent to me you know sorry tangent I yeah. saw on uh, Amazon Prime that there's a documentary on Scotch so you might want to check that oh, out oh I saw that one. Oh, you saw it oh. well I, I of watched course you did. <laughs> I watched a little bit of it and then oh, okay. I fell asleep because okay. I was drunk on Scotch there you go there you go but anyway, yeah, so 20 years ago, very clear now, 90s. Anything 90s, 20 years ago, okay. so suck on that. All right. All right. Sponsor this week for this episode is Cardboard Boxes. To you, it's just a box. For a cat, it's, it's the a world. magical castle. It's the world. It could be anything you want. <laughs> and that's going back to cats. Um, oh, before we get into more cat stuff, though, Jamie, have a go look it up. Oh, yes, I do, and I... Uh I tried to be a theme. Oh, theme. look at you. Right, okay. Right. okay, so right. did you know cat tongues, well, you know, cats, they have a lot of sharp things um, around their bodies. I mean, they're very just filled with their sharp fangs, things. They got claws. their claws, their fangs. Yeah. Their tongue is barbed. Yeah, it's like sandpaper, yeah. Not, no, it's a barbed. So 
um, say say you stick stick out your tongue. Right. The barbs are facing the face. Okay. But theirs are facing outwards. Is what you're saying? No, we don't have any barbs. Oh, you said you stick out your tongue. Darling, we don't have any. I thought barbs. yours are like oh, you stick out your tongue. If the barbs you are a facing cat. in. But if you're a, but a cat, oh, it's sorry. facing outwards to stab you. I'm, I apologize <laughs> for confusing you. It's so easy. Okay, so a cat when he sticks out his tongue. Okay. The barbs are facing towards his face. Got it. Okay. Uh, also, his penis is spiked. I've heard something to that degree. Yeah. 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 So, okay, the tongue, it's barbed, so it helps them uh, when they're grooming themselves, when they're licking their fur. Mm, it's like it's a kind of like a comb. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and, and it picks up excess, excess fur. Uh, also, when they're licking, like, say, meat, they kind of, like... They kind of uh, like can, grating the meat. Yeah, or grating, grate off uh, a, layer. a layer of the meat. Wow, it helps them do that. Uh, the barbs on the penis. Um, you know when if you ever heard cats mating and they uh, all of a sudden they're, they're like, Row! yeah. Well, that's when the the male is pulling out. Oh. Because it hurts like the dickens. Mm. Um, the the theory though is that. Um, the scraping when the penis is pulled out, uh, it stimulates ovulation. Oh, does it? Yeah. It's kind of mean, though. Yeah. It's cruel, cruel. Mother world. nature. Yeah. Cruel mistress she is. Yeah. yeah. That's all. And then if you want to know more about either the tongue or the penis of the cat, go we'll be po- it posting up. it on our page. Uh, our, our, as pictures a cover and photo. diagrams. <laughs> Let's do some background on cats, uh, as if you need any other of info, course, right? Yeah. Jeez. That's it. Uh, the cat, which is Phyllis catus, is a small carnivorous mammal. It is the only domesticated species in the family and often referred to as the domestic cat to distinguish it from wild members of the family. The cat is either a house cat or a farm cat, which are pets or a feral cat, which ranges freely and avoids human contact. House cats are valued by humans for companionship and for their ability to hunt rodents. About 60 cat breeds are recognized by various cat registries. It was long thought that the cat domestication was in, initiated in Egypt because cats in ancient Egypt were uh, venerated since around uh, 3100 BC. <laughs> However, the earliest indication for the taming of an African wild cat was found in Cyprus where a cat skeleton was excavated close by a human Neolithic grave dating back to around uh, 7,500 BC. (laughs) African wild cats were probably first domesticated in the Near East. As of 2017, the domestic cat was the second most popular pet in the United States by uh, number of pets owned after freshwater fish with 95 million cats owned. Yep. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yep. What's your personal experience with cats, Jamie? Okay, I am, as you speak, I am wearing a cat shirt. Mm. You know, I, I try to be, you know, relevant. Sure. Um, I do love cats. I've always loved cats. I don't know why. I think, okay, being a cat lover, you can be born that way. Just have an affinity for cats. If you look at a cat, you're like, you melt. You melt. If you look at a dog, you're like, oh, cute, but, you know, nothing 
special. Okay. Well, you look at a cat, like, oh my god, you know. Yeah. So you can be born like that. But I have, I have witnessed, heard of people who didn't really think much of cats, and then they're converted, and then they were like the best cat lover around. Mm, okay. You know? So either way, either way. Sure. Um, I've only owned a cat. Probably for most of my life. Okay. Own some cat of some kind. Um, I love cat stuff. Like I love, you know, t-shirts. I kind of collect figurines, but not actively, because then I would like be surrounded by cat figurines. Um, All your friends are listening. Like, ah, Christmas coming up. See, Birthday no, see, coming no, up. no. Cat figurines. Jimmy love cats. And the thing is, you know, just because someone loves cats doesn't mean you want all things gonna, cats. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't really like Hello Kitty. Yeah. You know? Okay. You know. Anyway, um, I like animals in general, and I like do do- like dogs, but just cats are my special affinity. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've had. I guess you would. Get- Based on that background that I gave, I had farm cats up until I was, I would say, age six, living on a dairy. You know, mm-hmm. had a lot of cats, so just come by and we'd feed them and hang out. Did you ever do one of those things where you, you have a, a, the cow and then you, you aim the nipple at the cat and then the cat raises up on his hind legs and, and catches the stream of milk? No, no, just because um, I wasn't uh, a cartoon. This was real life. <laughs> uh, I think we did try to give one shot at uh, having one of the cats in the house. I think when I was about five. Oh, yeah? Um, so we had the cat in the house. But then my mom, she had just washed a comforter yeah. for the bed, you know? And she just laid it on. And then <laughs> the cat just pooped right in the middle of it. What? Yeah. And so she grabbed that cat. And then she opened the screen door and just tossed it, just threw it. I just saw it like flying it out, flying out through the night air, mm-hmm. slowly shrinking, disappearing. <laughs> and we never had cats in the house and again. And of course, the cat landed on his feet because of uh, course that's science. Their collarbone is something, something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's it as I far as we that own cat cats. Did that. Um, yeah, it's odd. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I had a friendly cat encounter in 2016. Mm-hmm. I, I spoke about this on my last, on my previous podcast. Um, but I was at a, I was at a cousin's house, and I was going back to my car, and this car, uh, this cat just followed me uh, to my car. Your cousin's cat? No, it wasn't my cousin's oh, cat. Strange cat. It was just a strange cat. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I got to my the car door, and it just sat. Like, just waiting for me to open it. Like, okay, where are we going? Uh-huh. I was like, this is so weird. So cute. Doesn't just melt your heart. I was like, at first I was like, it's crazy. And then that cat just haunted my thoughts for like the rest of my <laughs> life. And like, I think about that cat like every now and then. You know, like, uh-huh. I wonder what that cat's doing. Uh-huh. There's no way I could have taken that cat home. Uh, I briefly hosted four kittens in my patio in 2017. Right. Uh, they all found great homes. Um, I wouldn't mind a cat or some type of furry companion. But you found Because I'm lonely. Allergic. But yeah, um, I'm lonely for companionship. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, my, my daughter's allergic, so. One daughter's allergic. Yeah, one daughter. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I am allergic also. I know, which is really crazy. But crazy. but I think it's different for a kid because a kid wants to be more roll around with a cat. Oh well, yeah, I, I have know. to restrict myself. I yeah. can't bury my face in uh, my cat. Oh, <laughs> I I forgot to say my cat now is Penny. <laughs> Penny the cal- Calico, and she's uh, Up to this point, your cat was pissed. <laughs> she's listening to this like, I never. What am I, a job lever? Yeah. I'm gonna no. poop on her bedspread. <laughs> no, no, she's better not. Um, and she's a pretty good cat. She's just, she's tough, and she's bold, and she'll do pretty much whatever she wants. Um, and she, like to, she likes to bite a little bit. She likes to nip. Mm. But not maliciously. But it does it's a hurt. playful. It hurts anyway. She doesn't know it hurts. No, okay. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that you have some cat-like behaviors? No. You mean the way I, I lick my hand and then <laughs> it's put really it over my ear? Yeah, it's really <laughs> um, I didn't know you noticed that, you know. It's, I tried um, to I've seen hide you, it. I've seen you try to catch a mosquito before. <laughs> and you kind of paw at it like how a cat tries to trap something between their paws. Okay. I don't think that's a um, non-human gesture. <laughs> and you've done, and you've told me you, you do cat sounds to ward off uh, other predators. I do what? <laughs> Are you just making this up? No, you to, you went once, and then your cat scratched up your legs. Remember you did to like ward off? Was it a? Oh. Yeah. Um, so you mimic cat behavior. But go ahead, explain. Well, it was another cat, that's why. Uh-huh. I was trying to repel another cat that was um, skirting the uh, the outside of my cat's enclosure. And so I thought, if I make a hissing noise, that would scare away the other cat, which was, <laughs> when you think about it, it was stupid. Because what happened? Well, also because I'm sure they know it's a human trying to make a cat noise. You know what I mean? Um, and then what happened was I didn't realize... Well, maybe not. Maybe you, you would do it really well. There's birders, right? Like yeah. people that That's do really true. good bird calls. But anyway, continue. But I didn't realize that when a, a cat is really keyed up, like my cat was, mm-hmm. <laughs> that anything, like they're in their own zone. Sure. They're in like an aggressive zone. Mm-hmm. And so my cat turned around and just attacked my legs and just scratched it the hell out. It was all bleeding and stuff. See, maybe you did do it really well. It's right behind me now. What? So real. Maybe, so or real. my cat was like, just shut up. Shut up. You know? Yeah. You know, I don't know. You know, like they say, if you're really focused or, or concerned about something and someone makes a stupid joke. Right. Don't you get really, really mad? Sure. You could be. Sure. Yeah. I think maybe something like that. Okay. But I've learned. <laughs> really, really learned. <laughs> so if you were a cat, what type of cat would you be? Yeah, um, I wouldn't be anything real special. I think uh, maybe a male cat. Or it doesn't have to be a male cat. It could be a female cat. All spayed and neutered, of why course. Would you, why would you want to be a male cat? Because I don't want to have kittens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I don't want to, you know, when I go into estrus, I don't want to fend off all these males. Mm. Um, I thought maybe you just really want to barb the penis. I am very curious, but no. Um, <laughs> back so scratcher, act- back scratcher. It doesn't actually matter, male, female, as long as I'm, I'm spayed and neutered. Okay. Okay, owned by a kind farmer in Montana. Wow. Uh, who makes sure I don't starve or freeze. 
puts free treatment on my neck regularly uh, and will protect me if a coyote tries to eat me. Uh, he also appreciates the pest control service I provide and uh, being a cat, I assume I will not be afraid of bugs. <laughs> or geckos? Or geckos, which... Which they wouldn't have really in Montana though, but... I think they would some have something Maybe like monitors, it. those lizards. What? In Montana? Maybe the drier parts or something, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know it's, it's too cold, I think, for them. Probably. Yeah. I know nothing about wildlife on the mainland. Anyway, be, it would be nice to not be afraid anymore. Sure. I don't think he let, gave us enough details there, Jamie. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what is this farmer's name, by the way? Jebediah. Ted. Ted. <laughs> okay. Um, if I were a cat, I'm not really familiar with cat breeds, so mm -hmm. I can't get detailed in that fashion. Um, I guess all I know is that I'd want to be a fat, pampered house cat. Thinking like Morris. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. Garfield. Garfield. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, that's more my speed. I can see that. I don't want to be climbing on houses and stuff. What? I don't want to be clim climbing around on, on houses, like on roofs and stuff. Oh, and, you know, it'd like, be fun, though. Like a neighborhood. I think they have fun. Yeah, I think it gets old. I don't think so. You don't? No. No. Okay. Favorite cat films. What do you got? Okay. Um, when I first started thinking about all the movies and TV and stuff like that, I was saddened. Okay. That there's not a whole lot out there that presents cats in a favorable light. Cats have always been um, frequently uh, depicted as the villain mm. or some kind of evil spirit or, yeah. uh, you know, something bad. Yeah. And that's terrible. Like the black cat. Yeah. 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 I used to have a black cat. His name was Leo. He is perfectly fine. Mm. I loved him. Anyway. His spells were, you know, not too evil at all, you know. Just light plagues, only, you know. He only turned me into a frog once. That's about it. Um, anyway. So I sort of divided into animated or live action. Ah. So animated uh, Aristocats. Disney, 1970. Mm. Um, oh, was it 70s? Yeah. Not that makes sense as far as the animation style. It's a little gritty. Oh, no, it wasn't. It's gritty. It wasn't that gritty. It's gritty. As far as the bold lines, yeah, a, a thickness to that. But it, it, um, it worked with the cats, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was cute. Also, dogs were depict, depicted in that as uh, good guys too. So that's why I like it. You know, cats. Mm. Cats were the focus, but then there's two dogs that were really good too, and I think a horse. Anyway. 1970, that was great. Live action, The Incredible Journey, 1963, also Disney. They redid it later, like in the 80s or 90s. Okay. But the original movie, 1963, is the best. The Incredible Journey. The Incredible Journey. Is it kind of like Benji, but with a cat? Oh, no, actually, it was two, two dogs and a cat. Oh, okay. It's a trio. Got it. Of friends. Got it. Yeah. A meow je toi. No, friends. Friend. <laughs> just friends. You gotta admit that was good. Um, just thought of that now. Not really. Uh, I cry every time I watch it. I think it's in black and white, or maybe they colorized. Anyway, love it, love it, love it. Uh, honorable mention um, tour from Disney: Thomasina and the Cat from Outer Space. 
and then also Milo and Otis, which is a, a pug and a cat. Oh, okay. Um, I think Milo and Otis was made by a Japanese company, and then when they Americanized it for America, Dudley Moore was the narrator. And he was awesome, awesome. He was pretty good. This is a hilarious movie. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about Cats, the musical movie, the one that's out now. Oh yeah, it's your favorite, huh? Okay, what so is it better than Star Wars? Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's trying to upset nerds. Like, I never. <laughs> How dare you? Okay, so I know I knew about all the negative reviews and how weird and hokey and uh-huh. so going in you knew all of that I knew okay but I felt an obligation <laughs> being number one a cat lover sure number two I do love the uh, the stage musical mm-hmm. Cats I also like love the uh, composer Andrew Lloyd Webber mm-hmm. I like the music everything so I know checking off boxes for you yeah. yeah so I just had to do it had to bite the bullet for the cat community <laughs> and, and see it. And I dragged my husband to see it too and I had, I had to like nudge him awake like three times. Maybe he was on catnip. No, I think he was just bored. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't half as bad as I thought it was. It was bad, just generally bad, but... Did it go with the acting? Um, no just the concept I think okay I think it was never meant to be a movie okay yeah it, it shouldn't have been a movie because not, not everything has to be a movie exactly yeah exactly and then the whole concept of the musical was out there mm. even when it was a stage play right you know and in the same token not everything has to be a musical Hence but that the, one was very successful. Well, that yeah, you know, yeah. But but what I'm saying, oh. it goes both ways. So like, yeah. not everything has to be movies. Not everything has to be musicals. Like Beetlejuice, like that Broadway thing. They, they cut that line short. Uh, uh, Spider Man. Oh. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm, not yeah. everything has to be on Broadway. Yeah. 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 Let it be just a book, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or a book of poems, which is what it should originally was. Um, oh really? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Um, my my husband said the the lady and her, her uh, there's a lady and her daughter on the other side of him in the theater, and then at the end of the movie, the mom said to the daughter, "Well, that was terrible." <laughs> but and then it you is walk over and how dare you? I mean, I agree, good, but how good day, my good lady. <laughs> you put on your fedora and your trench coat and you head it out. Yeah. So, yeah, if you don't like Cats that much, I mean, yeah, if you don't like the musical that much, uh, don't see it. Please just don't see it. Don't even try. Okay. Don't even try. Will do. I mean, won't do. Right. right. Okay, so what's yours? Puss in Boots, as far as animated. Okay. Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like, just Antonio Banderas is... Uh, he makes it, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I'm not fully... Um, uh, level of gay for his acting as I am with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio but I do like his voice look at that Ah, Mm. but anyway (laughs) (laughs) but um, but I just get a kick out of his voice I just love yeah yeah. I love the I love the um, it's not Puss in Boots but it's one of the Shrek Shrek 2 maybe Mm -hmm. where um, he's on a horse 
and he's like looking in his, his nether regions. Yeah. And then the princess comes up to him and says, uh, I think she's looking for Shrek or something. So Shrek, and then he turns around and he's still kind of, kind of in that position of looking right. his, his groin. For you, baby, I can be. <laughs> so, so hilarious. And I just watched Zorro last night. Watch that again. Oh, Antonio, okay. Yeah, Antonio Banderas. Which, which is basically the same character. It is, right? Kind of, yeah. yeah same but, boots. But, you know, I had an issue. Sorry, a little Zorro tangent there, but uh, there's a scene in Zorro where... Catherine Zeta-Jones. In that film, she's speaking with a Spanish accent. And yet, there's a lady who speaks to her in Spanish, a, a woman who claims to be her nana, or, you know, her, her maid or something when okay. she was little. Uh-huh. And she says, I'm sorry, I don't understand you. Her daughter has to translate for her. She's translating it into English. The, that Wait, part what? really confused me. Whose daughter? Uh, the la- the lady who says that she was her maid or whatever her caretaker. Oh. She was. Uh, she told. She. she uh, what does she say? I always put an extra blanket for you, Senor, because he's asking like, "How oh, is my Elena?" Okay. Is she too cold? Uh-huh. You know? Uh huh. Okay. So she kind of did. Oh, I gotta watch that. Yeah, it's in that scene where she's trying to return a blanket that she used to give to her, or a scarf, or something that she used to hang on her crib. She's walking through a marketplace. Huh. Yeah, and I was uh, I was watching that last night. I was like, why is she translating? Supposedly she was raised in Spain, right? The guy like took her. Took her, and I don't know if it was in Spain, Spain, or like maybe an, an island off a coast of somewhere. You mm, know. Mm, mm. But she's educated and all of that, right, and right. but she speaks with an with an accent. And usually in films, when people are speaking with an accent, you're supposed to know that they're spe- they're supposed to be speaking in their native tongue but they're having an accent to show you that right. they're speaking they're, yeah, that is they're working through their language so that you can understand uh, right I don't okay. know I thought if that was I really weird if I see it again yeah. and I catch that scene please let me know or if any of you out there and if I have my own take on it I will let you know yes yes then I'll explain it to you <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, as far as live action uh, Batman Returns, 1992. Catwoman? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. And again, cats, villains. Uh, even, it's, it's yeah, kind of weird. Michelle Pfeiffer is the best Catwoman. Nah, I don't know about that. I like the... Uh, Halle Berry? No. Like the ones from the 60s. The, the, uh, <laughs> she's on the broom. Right. Not the broom, the... Um, you know, because she, she would team up with Penguin a lot, right? Even in the 60s yeah. version. So um, back then, like, all of Penguin's henchmen, they all rode around on uh, umbrellas. They would, they would kind of ride like witch broomsticks. Okay. They would hop on these umbrellas. Why not? And then she's on the back of one, and she's like... <laughs> okay. Was that black? There was, like, several. Yeah, there's a few. Uh, there's the one that she, she sang. She was the original one. singer of Santa Baby, right? Yeah, that's the black one. Right. But there's um, another one, and uh, one. Uh, she was Russian, I think. Yeah. But um, I like both of them better than Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But um, not to say that she didn't do a great performance, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought it was weird as far as like her her origin. I didn't see the Holly Berry one, but um, 
the whole origin for the Michelle Pfeiffer version is she falls and then a bunch of cats come and nibble at her fingers yeah. and then she wakes up and she's craving milk. Yeah. That's weird. It's unexplained. Yeah. 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 Do they go into the origin on the Holly the Holly Berry one? Um a little. I don't remember. Okay. Alright. So cat films that, oh no, uh, cat TV or cat series. Okay. Um, and again, uh, I was saddened that there's not much uh, positive <laughs> depictions of cats. I don't know, says you, but I got I got some good ones. They better be positive. Oh, I got some ultra um, positive ones. And it had to be something that I really liked too. Uh-huh. It can't just be oh. Oh yeah, they had a cat in that. It was positive. Aspect. Like uh, Sabrina, the teenage witch. Right, I, I couldn't, you know. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Okay. Couldn't do it. So, uh, any cat documentary, I like those. Okay. And like Cats One Hundred One or you know like that. Sure. Um, Garfield, of course. Mm. You know, when they first made a cartoon out of him. Garfield and Friends. Garfield and Friends, right? Yeah. That was great. Uh, Thundercats. <laughs> ah, good one. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, I missed that one. Um, I was thinking domesticated cat. So, yeah. Right. I mean, well, and then Animal Planet had a series that ran for like I don't know three years maybe, called Too Cute. Too Cute. Okay. And so they each episode focuses on three families of some kind of animal. Usually it's cats and dogs, mm-hmm. but some it could be docs or whatever you know so when you're thinking of whether for this the TV series or the cat films mm-hmm. did you also consider like Lion King like you know like lions like other like big cats I did okay because um, now that's all just occurring to me I'm like oh yeah those are cats yeah but on the whole I tried to stick with the domestic cats okay yeah. okay um but then Tunes because he's on SNL and that is TV. And Toots sure. is uh, just hilarious concept and, you know, cats are cute, so, yeah. All right. I also agree Garfield and Friends, mm-hmm. which ran on CBS in the 80s. And then Hanna-Barbera did some amazing cat stuff. Tom and Jerry, hello. Although that is kind of villain-ish. Yeah. Um, but Top Cat. So I didn't really watch it. Oh, that was yeah. a good one. Yeah, that was a really good one. Nature Cat. That's uh, that's, that's a current. current. Yeah, that's a current one that my uh, my kids watch on PBS Kids, and has the voices of a lot of Saturday Night Live guys. So, so. it's a positive depiction of cats. Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's a Robin Hood type of cat. Good, good, yeah. very good. And uh, going back to the eighties, Heathcliff and the Cadillac Cats. Uh huh. Sorry. Um. And yeah. Remember in the 80s, it was like, well, as far, as far as like animated cats, were you a Garfield or a Heathcliff? You had to choose one. Then you lose yeah, all your Garfield friends. Yeah, Garfield was like the, the king, you know? Well, I mean, there's that one year, though, that Heathcliff was like really hot. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Like 1984, 1985. It was like Heathcliff era. And he's a little bit sassier, you know? Oh, yeah. he ran with uh, yeah. a crew and everything. So, like, if we weren't, like... Okay, spoiler alert, we don't do uh, who would win Heathcliff versus Garfield in this episode. But if we were, you know, Heathcliff runs with a posse, he's more street smart, uh-huh. and he'd, he'd take down Garfield a pick for sure. Well, maybe if it was like, like a doubles like a doubles comp- competition. You know what doubles is? No. You know when you say, your mama's so fat that, you know, 
It's like oh, a, it's like a, okay. a, a wisecrack. Oh, competition. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Then Garfield would have an edge there. I don't know. It's gonna be close. Mm, we'll discuss that later. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> Kinda. Uh, cat-related music. What do you got? Soundtrack to Cats. Uh, that was too easy. That would have been too easy. Yeah. So I didn't do that. Okay. Um, and again, it was a little hard, but because there's no real songs about actual cats, mm. you know, um, but I just chose, okay, Year of the Cat by Alf Stewart, 1976. It has nothing to do with cats, really. Okay. But, you know. But the word cat is in there. It's a good song. Okay. Um, What's New Pussycat by Tom Jones oh, in 1965. Good one. I didn't think of that uh, one. Yeah. From the film of the same name. Oh, I never saw the film. Well, me neither, but <laughs> it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Song. No kidding. It didn't wow. win, but yeah. But uh, I looked at the lyrics to What's New Pussycat, and you can actually sing it to a cat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you going to try to do that? No. Again? Oh, no. Okay. We need the license. <laughs> <laughs> Any other music? That's it. I only have one, Stray Cat Strut by the oh, Stray that's Cats. A good one. Thanks. Nineteen eighty one. Yeah. Okay. I like that song. Some, uh, I always like that line eating from a garbage can. Uh huh. Yeah. That was funny. And they actually say meow in that. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Okay, meow. <laughs> right meow, we're gonna go to uh, favorite cat in pop culture. Okay. Had to go with Garfield. Does um, it given Simon's cat? He's uh, on YouTube. Hilarious cartoon. Go look it up. Um, Bill the cat. Remember Bill the cat? No. Bloom County comic. Comic strip. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cartoonist uh, from cartoonist Berkeley breathed. Uh, Bloom County uh, went in uh, started in 1982, and then he had like Opus. Okay, I remember Opus. Uh, he did like two other strips. Okay. Um, Bill the cat, he's sort of like a drug, druggy cat uh, that had brain damage and stuff like Whoa, that. Whoa, okay. Yeah. He's not, not for kids. Okay. Uh, but he was pretty funny. And cute in his own way. And then we have Grumpy Cat, uh, who died last year. Mm. Passed away last year. Right, too grumpy. May God rest her. Her, her actual name was Tartar Sauce. And she looked like that. She had a you know a different look. Right. Although that look. breed kind of looks like that, right? Not really. No. No. Oh. Okay. Um, I mean the the markings, yeah. Right. But the the, the expression, like. Yeah. Yeah. She has she had an underbite and feline dwarfism. Oh, okay. Well, the underbite for sure. I can see how that would give it that look. Yeah. 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 And I actually have a, um, a stuffed animal grumpy cat. Oh. Very cute. Cool. Mm -hmm. uh, Toon says the driving cat that you mentioned earlier. Yes. It's probably one of my, my faves in pop culture. Also, a new one, Smudge. Now, you might not know Smudge by name, but Smudge is in the woman yelling at a cat meme. Have you seen this one? What? Okay, this, it's two images, okay, side by side. I think I've seen this. It's a viral photo. That's a mashup of a blonde woman yelling at a confused-looking white cat who's sitting in front of a plate of vegetables. And people just kind of put their people own... Whatever, yeah. yeah. It yeah. could be arguing about anything. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. 
and uh, and his name is Smudge. Oh. And uh, if you and they're totally unrelated. Right. Like, she's from an episode of Real Housewives of whatever. Oh. And the cat was just the cat <laughs> from a from an Instagram account. Right. And yeah, just it's all it took was one person to put it together. Weird. Yeah, and it just took off. It was really weird. People are just weird. <laughs> but I was looking it up just to learn about the okay. origin because I've kind of been wondering about it for a few months now. Uh-huh. And you know, I'm looking at all these memes and I'm just cracking up today. I'm like, just, oh. yeah, there's a lot of funny ones. So we should put um, at least a few on our stuff. On our st- when I say st- yeah, or you can just say cat meme. Yeah, yeah and you'll find it. Okay. Uh, I forgot to mention also for the cats and pop culture, um, Frisky's Cat Food uh, came out with a series of videos in partnership with BuzzFeed. And these videos are called Dear, Dear Kitten. I think I mentioned it one time in the podcast. Anyway, these are videos where an older cat teaches a kitten how to be a house cat. And it's just hilarious. More than 30 million views. And one of the v- videos was actually shown during a Super Bowl also. Ooh, yeah. okay. It's just it's high praise. cute and hilarious. What a combination. All right. You want to share that on our, on our page will. as well? Some show note action. Okay. Very good. Okay, so on to talent or no talent. On the chopping block, we've been mentioning him quite a bit in this episode. Of course, you recognize him from the annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. This is token balloon there. Talking about Garfield. Now, is he talented? Is he not talented? Talent or no talent? Garfield, let's discuss. Yeah. Um, I actually forgot to mention that when Garfield first hit the world, yes. I guess, I was one of those. I was. Uh, you were I was, 10. I was in middle school. Around no. There. No? No. Maybe it's sixth grade. No, well, I was going to mention this, but uh, we're the same age, Garfield and I. He's actually one month older than I am. June 1978. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I when I got into it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, but when oh, okay, not when he hit the scene, but when you were okay. No. Um. Yeah, I was one of those people that bought the um, you know those uh, compilation uh, paperbacks. With all the comic strips. Mm, yes, yes, yeah. yes. I remember and those. Those were like long books, right? They were, because it wasn't it, super long, but it's like well, it, it was elongated. It wasn't like a a normal book yeah. ratio. And I, the reason for that is because, because it's a comic strip. the comic strip size, yeah. right? So yeah. So imagine if you took a bunch of Garfield comic book clippings yeah. and you stacked them all together. Basically, that's basically yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, those were hot. I remember those in the eighties. Yeah. 80s. yeah. And I was such a cat geek that I would bring it to school. I'd bring the, you know... I actually got mine from school. You want to see my book? You know, I was like, oh my gosh. Well, I got them from, like, you remember when they would give you that that booklet and you circle which books you want? Uh, Scholastic? Yeah, yeah. So they had some Garfield books in those. Mm. That's how I got my Garfield books. Okay. Love them. Yeah. Okay. So, So what are you saying? Is he talented? Um, my research into Garfield, okay, so common themes for the Garfield strip is um, focuses on his laziness, his obsessive eating, he loves coffee, and he, uh, he has a disdain for Mondays and diets. 
He can also, um, he's also pretty good at manipulating people to get what he wants. I have that too, manipulation, yeah. To both uh, Odie, John Ar Arbuckle, mm -hmm. or anyone else who gets in his way right. of uh, taking him away Lasagna from his... yeah, his, or whatever, yeah, sleeping. That, that lazy behavior, yeah. Uh, he has spawned merchandise earning $750 million to $1 billion annually. Um, and yeah, we talked about film, he has films, he has television series, uh, those dumb CGI ones. Um, yeah, not a fan of those. Okay, so talent or no talent? I say talent. Um, just for manipulation alone, mm -hmm. and how we're talking about how he would give Heathcliff, Heathcliff a run for his money as far as like comebacks and stuff, if mm. they were just doing that type of battle. Mm -hmm. um, also, he has alter egos, you know, so... As far as him having talent, you know, that's acting talent right there. He was uh, Amoeba Man in 1983. Um, also in 2010, Super Garfield. Okay. You know, so... I think I have seen that outfit, Super Garfield. Yeah. Okay. Or Caped Crusader or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. I do think he's like an educated cat. I mean, you don't know that he went to college or anything, but he's, he's smart. Street smart. He's intelligent. Maybe. Yeah. Um, if you want to compare him to Heathcliff, Heathcliff, although Heathcliff has a, a lofty name, mm -hmm. uh, he kind of talks like he's like from the Bronx or something, yeah? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like he's, uh, he's in a gang or something. True. Yeah, so uh, in that sense, I think uh, Garfield might win up, win up above him. And then Garfield, let's see, well, he does love his companions. He loves in his own way. Sure, he true. loves John. He loves Odie. Okay. You know, he loves Pookie. Uh-huh. Um, he doesn't love the vet, but uh, anyway, who does? So, I think he's very talented. He can make you laugh. He yeah. can make you cry. Does he, he can, dance? He can make you angry. Does he dance? He can. He sure. Can, right? Sure, why not? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I think he does. I mean, the only weird thing is that he loves lasagna, which is, I guess, which is sort of a, just something for the comics. Well, the, uh, the rate that he can eat lasagna is a talent in itself. Within seconds, he can devour well, a yeah, full well, tray of lasagna. He's a fat cat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but there's eating competitions, so that qualifies as a talent. Sure. You know, so. Sure. All right, so I think we're both in agreement then yeah. that, Car that uh, Garfield is a talented cat. Yes, he is. Uh, he was named after his creator's uncle, mm -hmm. whose middle name was Garfield, who, and he was named after President Garfield. Oh, so, okay. yeah. But there you go, that is talent or no talent. On to the snack review. Now, just like last episode, we'd like to try some Big Island candies. And this one, it's again a part of this uh, this line of snacks that Big Island Candies does, right? It's called, yeah. uh, what is it called? Hawaiian? Hawaiian the Kind. Hawaiian the Kind, bro. Shoots. Sample this action right now. Uh, this one in particular, last one we did uh, was the chocolate dip, dip, Ika. Ika. Mm -hmm. This one is the chocolate covered lihi moi, right? Lihi yes. moi. Yes. We usually say lihimoi, yeah, really. I mean, you're just speaking really quick, lihimoi. Yeah. But when you write it out, there's lihing, 
Mui. The Cypriot, though, yeah. words, I guess, yeah. If you're not familiar with it, for our Canadian listeners, um, it is known as uh, Hua Mei in mainland China. It's a salty dried plum. It has a strong, distinctive flavor and is often said to be an acquired taste as it has a combination of sweet, sour, and salty taste. Yeah. And in this case, a chocolatey taste yes. with it. So. If you are a tried and true local who loves lihing, the mere sight, or actually maybe even the mere mention makes of your glands, uh, yeah, make, it squeezes your salivary glands. Yeah. In fact, it just it's doing that right now for me. Yeah, and uh, for those of you true lihimoi uh, aficionados, this is the white powder as opposed to the red powder. Yeah. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which. Uh, I think the red powder that's more popular for the tequila drinkers is the one that you put into the Jose Cuervo. Or the Corona. Or or the Corona, yeah. I'm not a beer drinker. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, you don't pop up inside your Corona bottle, huh? Actually, tangent. Did you ever go to the Kamki uh, Craxi store? I don't think I have. Oh, okay. Is it legendary? It is legendary. Is it still open? It's just closing now. Is it? Yes. Oh. I used to go when I was a kid. Really? And the guy doesn't, doesn't age. He's like this Chinese guy. Uh-huh. He's great. He like gives you samples and stuff like that, uh-huh. you know, and his icy. Oh, but yeah, he's he's just retiring now. Oh, bummer. Yep. No kids taking it over, huh? I don't think so. Lame. With millennials. <laughs> I don't want to do it, Dad. I don't want, to, I don't want your knife, right? I don't come home with lihimoi powder in my hands, right? I don't know. Smudges up my phone, right? I don't want to smell like lihimoi. Okay? I don't, like, don't want to smell sour. I just don't want to do it. All right, anyway, so okay. let's go ahead and try these seeds. I'm going to take one. Let's chop this up. I'm going to smell it. Whoo! I can mm. smell that lihimoi. I can't even smell the chocolate. Sweet. Oh, no, I can smell chocolate. Yeah. <sighs> They dip it uh, halfway in, just like the uh, Big Island candies. Yeah. Right. The choc- the uh, the cookies. Right. That half right. dip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. Cheers. All right. I put the whole thing in my mouth. Oh yeah. I get it. Because I want to get the full intended ratio. Because if you're biting just into the chocolate part. So we both have that leaking squint. Yeah. Because it's sour, yeah? It's the only it's time so you can good. tell I'm a quarter Asian. <laughs> oh. Wow. It's good, though. Yeah, the chocolate flavor, it goes nicely. Yeah, it does. I think because there's already a sweetness to lihing. Yeah, because there's so always a sweet, sour, salty. It? Yeah. Interesting. Actually, I haven't had lihing moi in a long time. I only, I don't, I tend to eat it when I'm sick, because it's good to, you know, it mm. relieves your throat. I used to uh, like taking these on the road with me mm-hmm. when I tour with my band. And we just would give it uh, to musicians up there on the mainland. Mm-hmm. So I remember when San Jose, giving it to this guy, and he had it. And he's like, he was like. A million flavors bursting in my mouth right now. What a nerd. Yeah, he's freaking out. Did anyone not like it? Had to be, huh? I think they. it's not so much like or not like. It's just try it. 
Right. But there was, yeah, but there wasn't like, hey, give me another one. Right. Yeah, yeah, right, right. yeah. Like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, I like it. But I don't know if, um, if I had the choice between the two. What like, do you mean? Like, regular limoy uh -huh. and then the chocolate dipped. Mm -hmm. I mean, just regular limoy is good enough for me. Yeah. That's enough flavor for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I said, I, I pretty much nowadays because it's very salty. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to watch my health. <laughs> I I only tend to eat it when I'm sick. Oh, okay. So yeah, I probably would just go for the regular. Thing yeah, but very delightful snack though. It is. Uh, makes a very cool local gift for uh, that person in your life. Oh yeah. That uh, would appreciate it. In fact, anything in Big, big Island counties is a good idea. Yeah. It's for a gift. Definitely. Hmm. The only thing when you have limoy, you're left with that seed in your mouth, so you spit it out. Yeah, and don't litter, please. Spit it in a trash can. No, spit it in the shrubbery and let it grow into a big limoy tree, grow. where sugar not. plums just start sprouting from flowers. All wrapped, right? All pre-wrapped for yeah. your pleasure. Yeah, it's crazy how that works. Chocolate dip too. Hmm. I will give this. What's well, good with tea? Pretty mm. good. Ah. Uh huh. Yeah, with tea, I can see that. I can see that. I will give this four point five out of five plums. Okay. I'll give this um, seven out of ten. Salivary glands. <laughs> Good one. Two more episodes of this podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Opposite Taste podcast <clears throat> on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I believe it's called now, or wherever you get your podcasts. And connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Opposite Tastes Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Opposite Tastes. And remember that's plural, opposite tastes, because it's my taste and it's Jamie's taste, and they usually two tastes are opposites. <laughs> and they remind them that that when we say we have limited time mm -hmm. left. See, because usually I would say two more episodes of the season of the podcast. Uh -huh. But yeah, two more episodes of this podcast, and then we're calling it quits. Yeah. So get ready for our big farewell party. It's gonna be huge. Gonna bring back old guests, musical guests, yeah, live like comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gonna bring back dead people. Uh -huh. It's gonna be great. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. Mahalo to Buns Podcast Network. Thank you. And aloha. Bye bye.